everyone, and welcome to Focus Forward, an executive function podcast where we explore the challenges and celebrate the wins you'll experience as you change your life through working on improving your executive function skills. I'm your host, Hannah Choi. When my kids were little, we spent hours at our local library and we'd go home with 50 or so books at a time. We especially loved picture books that made us laugh. And one day we discovered an author called Bob Shea, and Bob's books quickly became some of our favorites. Thanks to the internet, we found out that Bob also lived in our home state of Connecticut. We followed him on Instagram and really enjoyed his drawing tutorials and quirky posts. And Bob started inviting other children's authors and illustrators to have a conversation with him on Instagram Live every Friday. And one day he had author and illustrator Charles Santoso on for a chat. And Bob openly and very candidly shared about his experience having ADHD. He talked about the time management strategies that he uses and how important they are for him. I knew at that very moment that I just had to invite Bob on to be a guest on the podcast. So today, I've got you a very entertaining and very real conversation about how ADHD impacts his life, how medication really helped, and the tools and strategies that he uses to find satisfaction in his life. I'm really thrilled to share Bob's story with you today. Before we jump in, I want to acknowledge that not everyone with ADHD uses medication, and whatever choice people make about medication is theirs and theirs alone. There are alternative options for those who choose not to use it, and for those who do use it, they likely find that it doesn't work well just on its own. As you'll hear Bob say, it works well for him because he combines it with other non-medication strategies. If you are interested in learning more, check out the show notes for more reading and resources on this topic. Okay, now on to the show. Okay, hi Bob. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for joining me today. Do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Uh, my name is Bob Shea. I'm a children's book author and illustrator. And I found out that I had ADHD when I was 52. Did you, um, did you want, have you had you wondered before in your life? I, not in a serious way. It was probably the six months before I was diagnosed that I really started to think that it was more than just character flaws. (laughs) (laughs) Did something happen? Was there like a, a, some kind of shift in your thinking or something that got you to start questioning that? There were, there were two things. I did start following some ADHD accounts on Instagram. Ah. That was one thing. So that put it on my radar pretty strong. And what would happen was, or what happened, I remember specifically, someone did a reel that had symptoms of ADHD that I had never known would have been things. And it was exactly how my brain works, like exactly. And it wasn't the traditional, this is what ADHD is like. Because my, one of the reasons I, one of the reasons I didn't think that I had it was because I know people who, you know, in five minutes, you're like, man, this conversation is 20 different subjects. And my, bro- my brothers both have it in, and in the three of us, it presents differently. Mm-hmm. So that was difficult. I'm not hyperactive. I don't have any of the traditional things. My, my thoughts about ADHD were Bart Simpson. 
bad student acting up can't sit still. I was, I did well in school. I wasn't a troublemaker at all. None of those things. So I was like, "Mm, I don't have any of that stuff. And then there was a day when I was trying to finish a project, I was trying to finish a, uh, a book that I had to do. And I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't pick up my iPad and open up the file and start. Like it was due. It was like that safety net of, of a looming deadline did not fail to ignite the fire. And I was scrolling on Instagram instead, like compulsively. I was like, I can't stop doing this. I'm look, I was like, I need some kind of stimulation that, and the, the, I wasn't looking forward to doing the book. Like it was not like, yay, I'm going to do this book and I'm excited. Finally going to get to dig in. I avoided it. And I, I made an appointment for the next day with my, uh, with my doctor, with a physician's assistant. I went home and told my wife and she was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, finally, the day has come. She was like, yeah, she was like, man. (laughs) <laughs> she got the worst of it over the years, I'll tell you. Um, wow. So, yeah, so then I went to the, you know, and I went to this appointment and I almost canceled it. I was like, you know, I, just do your work. I'm sure you're fine. It's just, she's going to let, I had gone to her one time for Xanax because I had it to go on tour and I didn't want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And I asked for like, I'm like, look, I just need, I don't take it normally. Like she has my records. Like I don't, I'm not a drug seeker, but I was like, I'm traveling. I got to talk to people. I need some Xanax. And she was reluctant to give it to me and like really gave me a hard time about it. And so I was like, she's not going to do anything for this ADHD. Mm-hmm. She's going to laugh at me. She's like, come back when you break an arm. That's what I thought it was going to be. When you have, when you're bleeding, give me a call. Like not for this. Who, 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 you can't get your work done. But she was really, really empathetic. And I, and I had, I had in the three months prior stopped drinking because it was a pandemic and I was getting really heavy. Yeah. (laughs) I was exercising every day and I was, I had cut sugar out and I was meditating a lot. I'm a big meditator. And so I went down the litany of what was happening and that I hadn't, that I had and hadn't been doing these things in the last three months. And she said, everything you just said is what I would have told you to do. I would have said, eat better exercise and meditate. She said, if you're doing that stuff. And then she gave me an assessment and I was laughing because it was like, they were watching me during my day. I was like, yes, <laughs> like- that's what I do every time. Yeah. They were like, do you like not, do you get really close to the end of a project and not finish? I'm like, there's something new to <laughs> that's do. That's why I'm here. I'm like, right. I'm like, yeah, you know, like everybody does. They're like, no, not everybody does. And she put me on Adderall right away. And it was flip, like flipping a switch. It was great. Great. That's wonderful. I know it doesn't work for everyone and everyone has their own way of treating it. But for me, my wife was like, thank God. (laughs) Good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. It's so great that you, um, that you didn't let the part of you that wanted to not go, uh, that, that part didn't get its chance and you just went anyway and talked with her. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I, I actually know that a lot of people are afraid to find out because they don't want to find out that, that, that they have X, Y, or Z. And, but I'm sure it has been your experience. Once you find out, it actually can really open up a lot of doors and opportunities and possibilities and totally different way of thinking about yourself. Just... Yeah, I, I saw my, the past 50 years of my life in an entirely different light. And I was like, man, why did anybody put up with that guy? He was the worst. <laughs> I, was, I was so glad. I actually was very, because I was like, man, my, my life would have been so much different had I known Aww. that I could have been fixed. But, you know, and then the other thing is like both my brothers have it. They don't want to do anything about it. Mm, like yeah. they like it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. real. I'm like, I would. I can't get rid of it fast enough. I'm like, this is, I don't, I don't spin this into a positive thing at all. For me personally, I'm like, I, I could get, I could have been like, who knows what my life would be like if I didn't have it. It's not, it's not a, some secret power that I have. Right. Right. But like we were talking before we started recording, don't mm -hmm. you feel like it has given you some of the creativity that you've needed to, to, create the do the stuff that you've done create the books that you've done and yeah i i'm i'm hesitant to, to give that so much credit because i'll tell you <laughs> i think that that's true i think that it allowed me to see to make connections i wouldn't have made otherwise when i was coming up with things and what it did was it gave me a unique voice creatively. My sense of humor is very uh, unique to me for good or for bad. I'm not saying that it's better or worse than anyone, but I'm saying when I write jokes or, or make a joke, it comes out of left field and it's not, oh, I see what he's doing. He's doing this. It's very strange for better or worse, but I'll tell you all well, the things that it did it for works. me. Oh, thank you. All the things that it did for me, I would trade it to be have had a normal life because I think it was a million times a, a detriment than it was than, than whatever it gave me. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. If I was sitting right now in my at up in Hartford, Connecticut as an executive of an insurance company. <laughs> In the HR department being like, you know, we have to, there's a lot of events coming up and we have to do these things and a nice, neat desk. Love nothing more. Uh, well, I have to say that I'm really glad that you did not discover your ADHD until you were 52. And I think that there are lots and lots of children in the world that are really glad you didn't too. And lots of parents. So. Well, I appreciate you saying that, but you know. <laughs> so if you look at your life since you were diagnosed and since you started like you know, taking Adderall and, and just being, okay, I have a diagnosis. This is, this is why do you see, have you seen the change? Could you compare the like before and after? It's night and day. I, I mean, the, there's, there's work things like, like right now I'm as busy as I've ever been in my career right now for the last two months and probably going into the next couple of weeks, I have so much to do and it's fine like it's not i'll have to work this evening i'll have to get up early and work but it's fine i can 
I can see it for what it is. I, it's not overwhelming things. I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed all the time. And that affected my relationship with my family because nobody could talk to me (laughs) because you have so much going on in your head. That is all equally important. That was the thing. Everything you had to do was just as important as the other next thing, which Mm -hmm. actually wasn't as important. So when my wife would come in the room and go, hey, what should we have for dinner? I'd be like, how can you come in here and add another thing to this pile that's in my head? Right. And now I'm just, I'm so much more pleasant to be around. I was irritable all the time. I was, I, I thought, I thought it was over. I thought, I I thought I was going to, I thought we were going to split up because of me. Like we didn't talk about it, but in my head, I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I can't be around people. Do you think that it was, it's mostly the medicine that has changed things for you? Yes. You know, yeah, because, but, but there's a, I I have to explain that a little bit. I do think that that's the case because I wanted to change. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be like that. I knew that I was, I knew that I was a jerk and I knew that I was impatient and that I couldn't, she on the weekend, she'd be on me. She's like, you know, when you're home on the weekend, all you want to do is be at work. I know that you're, I know that you're not happy. I couldn't, I couldn't relax. I couldn't go just do something. And it was because I thought I had failed the previous week getting things done. And so I was trying to always trying to catch up. I was always trying to catch up. The medication allowed me to make use of the systems I had been trying to put in place because it was always planners. It's always uh, calendars, planners. How do I do this? How do I do this? And that, and once I took the medication, I was able to do all the things yeah. and everything fell into place. It's all, it's all a big, it's not just, oh, I took a pill and I was fine. Yeah. It yeah. was, it, it was a framework of things and knowing that you're even now I'm like, you're bad at this. So you have to do this more than other people do because you're so bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what kind of systems and strategies do work for you? It's sort of a, it's sort of a, a mix of a lot of different systems that I had found, but, but basically it's capturing all the information in your head. So I, I, I just did it this morning because it's Monday. I usually do it on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I write down everything I have to do that week. Like, and it's all in a big pile. So it can be work on this illustration. And the next thing could be uh, make an appointment for a haircut. Like it's not, there's no over here, you put work and over here you put, it's, it's a, it's a messy list on the page next to that. I put big blocks because I have to see things and I can't do this on the computer. I have to write it down with my hands or else it all looks the same on the computer. It's just like typed words. It could be anything. Yep. You know, because draw like writing a list, you can draw a little picture of something and yeah. be like, oh use yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, use a different color, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I uh, so then I do the days of the week next to that, just horizontal bars of Monday through Friday. And then I drop in roughly where what I'm gonna do on what day. Really rough, like not like you at three o'clock are gonna do this. Yes. Then when the day comes. This all sounds so complicated and it's not. Then on the day I draw 
a box for every half hour of the day. I make a list. I make a list. I'm going to, I'm like, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on this. And I make a box for every half hour of the day. And I write in the box what I'm going to work on at what time. And it's, it is very flexible. If I don't, I'm okay with that, but I have to just so that I have a plan. I will not make this punitive because I will be mad at it. So it is to help me. It is not to punish me ever. Yeah, good. And one of the things that I did at first, or one of the things that helped the time blindness was so bad because I'd be like, oh, I have a book due. That'll take me two days. I don't know. That's fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I I had no concept. So what, so what I do is I write what I plan to do in that, in those blocks of time. Then when they pass, I go, and I don't do it immediately. Like at the end of the day, I'll say, boy, I thought that thing was going to take me an hour and a half took me three hours. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm training myself to know what things really take. Like, oh, going to the post office, that's probably negative 20 minutes. (laughs) You're like, really? Because you got to get an envelope, got to find the right size envelope. You got to dig up the address the person gave you. You got to seal it. You got to walk down. There's probably going to be a line. You know, you're going to get a coffee after because you did an errand (laughs) and you need a treat. And then, you know, by the time I get back, like how long did that trip to the post office? It takes an hour. And then you have to be like, all right, you have to go to the post office today. That costs an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, you know, cause then you're like, then you're not, you overestimate what you can get done. And then at the end of the day, you feel terrible. You're like, you beat yourself up and you're like, what's wrong with me? And you're like, yes. yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Time blindness is a really big, it can, it can really impact so many aspects of your life. Like, like actually just running out of time, but then also the, your opinion that you have of yourself. <laughs> yeah. If you constantly yeah. are not um, estimating the time correctly, then you're just going to feel like you can't get anything done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as a result, as a result of doing that and the medication, I don't take on as much. Yeah. Awesome. Ever. Because oh, now great. when I see, so if I'm sitting here and I go online or whatever and I go, hey, look at that little felted animals. That looks fun. (laughs) I could get some felt and I'm going to make little like penguins and foxes. It'll be adorable. I'm a children's book author. I should be doing this whimsical stuff all day. (laughs) And then you go and you look that stuff up and you buy felt and you got felting needles and stuff. And then you're like, the hell am I going to do this? And then the reality hits. It's just so funny because um, my other my other job is I um, I teach uh, fiber arts classes with a friend uh-huh. of mine, and that's like exactly what we do. Right, but it looks really fun. I'm it's not so joking. Fun. I have the needles here. I in my closet. I have the needles. And but now I see that and I go, yeah, that'd be fun. It'd be not fun, but. Me. Because, and the only reason I say this, because I'm like, well, when are you going to do the other 20 things? I I taught myself that agreeing to do something means you're saying you're not going to do something else. Yeah. Right. And I'm talking to the guitar in my corner. Okay. Just this morning, I was talking to a client um, and he, um, he is an adult who um, was also recently diagnosed with ADHD. And he was talking about how like for work, he's doing really great, like staying on 
on, um, on track and not taking on too much, um, you know, and, and checking like, is this realistic? Like, am I, um, you know, am I, am I, is it, is it realistic to take on another client or whatever? And then, um, and then we, we were talking about how you also have to kind of do that in your, you know, in the, in the fun things, like you, you, you yeah. might want to make the felted animals and play the guitar and, and, you know, be really good at all these things. But if you, would you ask, you have to ask yourself the same thing you ask yourself with your work. Like, is it realistic to take on all these things? If you, if you take on too much, you can't do it all. And then you just beat yourself up. Yeah. So, that's the thing. Yeah, it, I yeah. could enjoy none of the things. Yeah. And right. all it was, was another source of uh, tension with my wife, because it's like my half done yeah. projects were all over the place. And she was like, can you just throw this out now, just bring it a goodwill or give it to somebody, <laughs> throw it away. And she was right. But I mean, I was like, I was like, I'm going to make that. It's going to be great. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's the other thing too, with the ADHD, you can't be bad at things. Like if I played guitar, I was like, I'm going to be really good at it. Actually, I didn't say that with guitar, but with most, most things I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to just, ha I don't want to do this half measure. Yeah. I want to be good at it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. And again, with the paying attention to how long things take, I'm like, I can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm full. Like yeah. even with work, I'm full. Like when are you going to yeah. do all these amazing things? When are you going to do it? There's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. And you have to sleep and you have to eat and you have to have some downtime. Yeah. I, I belong to a maker space in, in New Haven. And um, it's good and it's bad because it's great because I go there for the day and I'm like, I'm just doing this and I enjoy it. Nice. And I I said to my, I stopped putting a, uh, requirements on myself. I'm like, when I go in, you're going to fail at all the things and not walk out with a wooden, whatever you were making. You're going to walk out with your materials all ruined that you paid for. And just, <laughs> and, but I'm like, that's the day that's fine. Yeah. And the other thing, the other, other reason it's bad is because they keep getting new stuff. Like I'm like, Oh wow. You guys <laughs> got a kiln. So I could do pottery. Oh my gosh. Then I'm looking up slip casting and I'm like, what do I need? What do I need to buy for this? And that's, uh, then I'm like, now, so now I'm like, ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> Learn how to use the of, table saw. Yeah. You're getting a lot of practice at saying no. Oh, I am. I'm just, I'm just ignoring stuff. I'm like, I, let me tell you, I hate pre-adderall guys so much Aww. that I'm saying no out of spite. I'm like, <laughs> you don't deserve to make pottery. <laughs> don't bring another thing into the house, you. I see you back there. <laughs> you know, I, cause it's still, I'm still the same thing. Yeah. Like my brain still is seeking those, uh, that stimulation to like, right. it's still dopamine when I'm like, a new thing to learn. There's <laughs> right. a lot of dopamine in that. That is a gold mine of dopamine. <laughs> so passing that up is so Adderall makes you say you've got enough to get by. You don't need to go look for it other places. Even social media, I'm on social media so much less. I used to be on Twitter all the time. So going back to the strategies that you use, how did you mm -hmm. develop those? How'd you come up with those? Even before the Adderall, I was obsessed with time management mm. always 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 on always unsuccessfully I, I remember in the 90s it's a long time ago I went and did a Franklin planner thing oh, and yeah. I think I kept a Franklin planner for a while like for a year probably about a year and then I had to refill it and I'm like well that's not gonna happen 
Yeah. <laughs> good thing I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but I always remembered the sort of the principles and stuff. And, and I remember now thinking back, like it's not ADHD friendly. Like they're very, it's very like, it's for people who already have their act together. And it's yeah, just a way to like linear clean up their act. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, right. and so I always thought, I was always like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I thought, I always thought it was like a character failing that I had. I was like, well, you know, I was like, you know what? I always hated sports when I was growing up. I probably just don't have discipline. And that's, and now that's why they always wanted you to do that so that you could do a boring task that you didn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so I had, and even I was, even you going back to the makerspace, I was designing all these electronics things that were all about how to remind me to do things. Everyone, I had a thing. I had a thing where I'm still making this one and I, that's not me lying. It's my first project. <laughs> I was going to have more successful authors than me record a message to me. Like, hey, how's that book coming you were telling me about? Yes. And then randomly during the day, it would announce that. <laughs> That's awesome. And then, so whatever I was doing, if I was like, oh, I was looking up felted animals. I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> back, to <laughs> back to work. Yeah. I, I had it. I, I just have it all sketched out, like how, to, how it works and the components I need. But I, but everything I did, every, I was like, uh, seriously, I was like, I'm going to film because I didn't know how the day worked. I'm going to film, this was an idea, flowers drying and decaying and falling off the thing. And then I'm going to play it fast during the day over eight hours. So that when I look up, I go, Oh, the things are starting to fall. That means I have this much time. I was trying to, I was trying to find ways to look at time visually that mm -hmm. I'd understand mm -hmm. and not like just a clock, right. which I'm like, right. that's just the number. I don't know. Cause you come in in the beginning of the day and you're like, I have all day, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know? And you're like, well, and then you're like, well, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I'm going to go take a walk. And then you're like, oh, it's, geez, it's running out real quick. Yeah, it's happening now. Not Have you heard of the time timers where it like shows a red, like it's like, it looks like a clock. And yeah, that, <laughs> that right there. <laughs> Do you use Sorry it? about that noise. I, that's part of my thing with the, yeah. with the, with the uh blocks that i draw out the half hour ah, blocks it's 25 yeah. minutes because it's the pomodoro technique basically yeah yeah i you if that if the, i'll tell you something the timers are the key to everything if if i use the timers the days i'm 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 diligent about using the timers that's a good day mm -hmm. if i'm just like eh, i'll just freestyle it today it's like it, it's not a bad day it still works it falls apart a lot easier those timers because it gives you a little deadline Yep. And, and you look at that thing and you're right. Like the visual thing for me was huge. And so for that deadline, I go, I, I tell myself, you can't look at your phone because mm -hmm. you're working. Mm -hmm. And so then that way I go, well, there's only 15 minutes. I cannot look at my phone for 15 minutes, but if I don't have the timer, it's every three minutes, I pick it up. Yeah. I'm better about it now, but that's how it worked. I also blocked Instagram on everything, but my laptop. So that when I sit down, it's intentional. Like yes. I'm going to go on Instagram now. Yeah. I look at messages. I do a scroll a little bit. It's boring on your laptop. You're not on the sofa looking at TV and doing it. Yeah. So I'm out faster. I'm in and out faster. And, and then on my devices for work, like my iPad, no, no social media. 
still the news. I still look at the news all the time, but no social media. Yeah. And Pinterest is great. I like Pinterest. Yes. It's it's great. My daughter um, is like slowly racking up a whole bunch of followers. She does bullet journal. Yeah, she's oh, she does bullet journal. Yeah, she has this bullet journal. She's thirteen years old, and she's really starting every day. She's like, oh, I have like twenty more followers. She's up to like three hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, But she like shares like her the art the art that she did in it for the week and how she laid it out and um and she get this she get she's been to like jet pens right and she gets all the stuff from jet pens she's i don't know what jet pens is but she's oh, got all the pens sorry i told you because oh there's a whole other world of pens you don't know about okay not to plug jet pens i'm gonna write that down so good i love i love that stuff and and like pencil cases and like pencil oh, yeah. sharpeners that look yeah. like pandas oh, and you guys like, can talk for hours man. she's she's totally into it <laughs> but Jet see pens, so okay. so i give her a lot of credit because i couldn't keep up with a bullet journal my thing is like black ink and then red for like what i really did because i'm like yeah. i had yeah. to pare it down to a simpler yeah well thing. i keep a bullet journal too but mine is also like super it's just like there's nothing yeah it's that's what mine boring. looks like yeah, yeah yeah and you have the same you have that kind too oh yeah yeah, my wife made me this term nice... or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you say it. I use those I a lot for other things, but I don't. But I use a different. I just use a gridded, very simple one because I go through so many of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so keeping systems like that requires some per- requires quite a bit of perseverance and quite a bit of um, you know um, discipline. What motivates you to? stick with it the, the i think what what motivates me to stick with it is that uh like i said before it's not punitive it's not it's not it's here to help me not make me feel bad so as i use it things that don't work for me it was a little more not complicated there were more to there was more to it when i first started doing it anything that didn't sort of serve me i got rid of so now it's like it's a way to collect my thoughts. It's not a way to, to be a taskmaster that you have to do these things. At the end of the day, a lot of times I'll have gotten, made a lot of progress on things, but maybe not even the things I thought I was going to do. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. that's still a good day. I made a lot of yeah, progress and I'm proud day. of what I did. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that I, I moved the needle on this project. The other project can wait a day because I have long deadlines, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't usually have things like when I was doing graphic design, I maybe I didn't notice it much because it was like that thing's due in two days, like and it would be like in the next week, something else would be due. Now it's like months at a time. That's yeah. bad for people like me. Yeah, <laughs> right. that long term planning is like a whole different set of skills. that you have to use. I'm still working on that. That yeah. is like time makes no sense to me three months i'm like that's never gonna happen it's never gonna be here right have you ever watched um inside the mind of a master procrastinator with tim urban he it's a, a ted talk that tim yes did. i yeah, think so is yeah. that when he has he does his uh thesis in the last day yeah that was yes. hilarious. We yeah, so as a good. Family before I knew I did it. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it's a great. That's such a great um, example of exactly what you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, it and it's and I'm not. 
I, so I just turned in a book a couple of, I'm in the revision process of it now. And I was proud of myself because it was only two weeks late instead of three months late. Yeah, that's great. And I was real, and I'm sure they are, it was a new art director and I don't think that they were as proud of me as I am. <laughs> You're like, you don't know what this means. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm like checking outside to see if the UPS guy's bringing like, you know, a Harry and David box. <laughs> It's your gift basket. Two weeks late. Two weeks late, not three months. I was, you know, I was like, oh, look, guess who's uh, almost like a normal person. Oh, that's so great. I have friends who are like, yeah, this isn't due till September. So I, I finished it early so I could get on to some other things. I'm like, what are you talking about? That I've never, ever done that. Ever. You're like, that's a thing? I'm like, Pfft. I had a friend who told me he did that. And, and then I was telling him about the ADHD and he was like, maybe I have ADHD. I said, let's take a step back. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how you told me you just finished something up that's not due for three months? No, 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 no. <laughs> I am not a medical professional. No. <laughs> that's so funny. What do you think would happen if you turned something in on time? I, I have no, I, I don't know. I have no idea what that's like. I think that I'll, I'm going to tell you though, I see the, I see the benefit of doing that. This sounds so dumb. This sounds like such a, are you new to being in the world? Like if I, so working alone and making up my own projects and things, it's like, it's, it's so much more helpful to me to have a system and try to get in on time because that frees up time for other things, not felt at animals, <laughs> other projects <laughs> that could maybe make money. Right. Yeah. I, I, there's, I mean, it's a balance with the kids books because I can't think, I can't have people be like, man, he's cranking these things out. What's he going to do? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it can't be too productive. Be that good. Right. Like <laughs> I have a side hustle. I can drive for Uber in those two weeks. <laughs> That's what I could have been doing. <laughs> no, no, Bob. No, no. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. You obviously did something different to get your three-week overdue, a three-month overdueness down to two week, two weeks overdue. Yeah. What did you do different? That was that. That's the last piece that I'm working on now. Uh, is the long-term plan. Long-term planning. I, I can't. I don't understand how time works. I don't yeah. get that. You know, I don't get that later's not does not a thing. Later's not a thing, and it's not better than now. Like the way I behave now, yeah, I'm gonna behave like that tomorrow. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, or tomorrow when I wake up, I'm gonna be all put together. You know what I mean? So now this machine that I've made that can kind of not a very fast moving thing. It's it's constantly pressing forward which is good and not yeah. speedy, but so it's only recently that I've acknowledged that the future is going to happen, whether I like it or not. Oh. So I start to use, so now I am using a calendar uh, on my computer, which I don't like to do. I should actually get a physical one and I'm writing in dates, things are due so that I can oh, see cool. them approach. Oh yeah, that's good. I know that I have something due on August 1st and I'm already obsessed about it. Not obsessed, but I'm already like, if you don't get started on July 1st, uh, you're never going to get yeah, that done. Yeah, and yeah. I know that that's, and I'm like, I can't, the last minute panic, yeah. it gets old after 
50 years. Yeah. It takes a wear and tear on your body. Yeah. Gosh. Um, <clears throat> what if instead of, um, what if you put the deadline, so you have the deadline that it's due on August 1st. What if on the calendar on July 1st, you wrote like start the thing? Yeah, that's, that's what I should do. And I did, I, I did that. The one that was two weeks late, I put in every day, like you are supposed to be working on this thing. Yeah. I am the worst employee. I just, mm. I, oh, that's I, that stuff's easy. If I'm like, if it's due in 30 days, I'm like, well, I can go to make Haven today. You know what I mean? Cause it's yeah. 30, I still got 29 days. So let's work yeah. a little harder. And I suppose thinking, well, if I just do it all now and I get it done five days before the due date, then I could spend five full days in a row at make Haven. Yeah. That sounds like a wonderful world that, that I do, you know, I'll tell you, I have that conversation with myself in a very convincing manner. Yeah. Executing that plan <laughs> to a degree where all the steps are taken yeah. care of in a, in a timely way. And let me tell you something too. It's not me. It's not me blowing it off. It's, it takes longer than I guess. Yeah. So even with this thing, even and then things happen that you don't anticipate. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, that's, that's the big other, thing. Yeah. yeah. The, un, the unpredictable variables of life. That And that's even going back to the boxes and it applies to the months too. going back to the boxes. If you write down what really happens, you can look back and go, oh, there's all these things that I didn't know in the morning were going to happen yeah. that I had to deal with. And mm. so you don't feel bad at the end of the day because you're like, well, it wasn't my fault. I wasn't, I wasn't like. Right. Googling, what movie was Nicolas Cage in in the 90s? What was the thing? And they switched faces. You know what I mean? You're like, you, you don't you don't stop to do that. As long as I'm like working and not like just looking at, you know, yeah. woodworking videos, which is what I like to do. Keep that to my personal time. Yeah, having some um, flexibility, like, like flexibility both in what we do during the day and also like recognizing that that we cannot be rigid all the time we cannot as much as we want to stick to whatever we have planned for that day it just doesn't necessarily yeah. gonna happen yeah it's 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 about being honest with yourself about how you work yeah and then saying look you work this way here's what'll work with that yeah. without you beating yourself up. Cause I, cause I couldn't figure it out. Cause I was like, I did all this stuff in my career to get to the point where I'm have autonomy. I can work by myself. I come up with my own projects. Great, great, great. And I'm like, and then you ruin it. Cause you're on mm -hmm. stupid Twitter. Yeah. Why would you do that? You have, you, here's everything that you wanted and you undermine yourself. It's, oh, it's awful. How much it do was. you think of that had to do with fear? That fear that you weren't going to be do it do it right, or fear that it was going to be uncomfortable while you were doing whatever it was. That's a big part of it because I would the books. I can't look at books that I did already from the past. Somebody's using an angle grinder outside, so I can't look at um. Cool. Yeah, it's so good. It's life. I hope I hope they're making 
playground. Yeah, something good. <laughs> something good, right? I never found out what my neighbors were doing. <laughs> right. Hold on, let me look real quick. Oh, soft serve ice cream. It's gonna be good. Um, Wait, yeah, that's I, another distraction. And I know. I think I'm they're sorry. building a branch um, location of the makerspace. Oh, that's good. Right, they're <laughs> right. They are. It's they're putting in a, a table saw. Um, yeah. More noise, great. Uh, yeah, you know, it, you you get so excited for these projects, and in your head, it's perfect. It's the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can, and then you put it down on paper, and there it is, going through the filter of your yeah. abilities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and your own self criticism, I'm sure. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I, was, I was saying before, before they were making the ice cream stand outside. They, <laughs> I can't look at my old books. Uh, yeah. I can't open them up. People are like, oh, what was that thing? And I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not opening that again. All you see is the things you did wrong. And, yeah. and I, in my case, all I see is, yeah, you did that at the last minute, didn't you? Yeah. And you remember. Yeah. <laughs> you champ, you're a prince with that, aren't you? Look at you, professional. I'm so curious. I want, I kind of want to follow up with you in, if, in a couple of years and see like, if you like, see how you're, thought processes about your own work have changed. That, yeah. It'd be I, interesting to, to see that. I think that, um, I think that I'm managing expectations about that. And as long as I can be comfortable with myself, I'm fine. Like I said, like the overwhelm went away. So I'm not always yeah, like, yeah. I sort of can just, accept things the way they are and be like, yeah, that's okay. And I'll tell you, that is so huge. Yeah, that is <laughs> it's huge. like, it's so huge. Yeah. That's wonderful. I'm doing an episode on procrastination. Mm -hmm. So would you say you are a procrastinator? Yeah. Yeah. More so before the Adderall for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I still do it. And now when I do it, I can stop if I want to, but also if I'm doing it and I know that I'm doing it, I'm like, give yourself a break. You're okay. It's uh, not that big a deal yeah, because what yeah. the other thing is about understanding how you work. So I write this grid during the day, the last couple of hours, like probably from, from four to four to six, you're not getting anything done. Like mm -hmm. you're not, I, you get a You get an ice cube of creativity every day. You get like, here's this you can, you have this for like an hour and a half and then you're not going to get anything good. Yeah. Stop. So I know from four to six, I'm like, all right, clean up your office, which is still a mess from my ADHD. I'm still working on that. Clean your office, reply to emails, yeah, low cognitive things. load things. Yeah, Cause that's smart. the time when I'll be like looking at Instagram or something. Right. Cause I'm, I'm out, yeah. I'm out, yeah. I'm out of yeah. stuff, you know? So something that I, I try to work a lot with my clients on is, is exactly that, like noticing diminishing returns, noticing when your effort is not, is not being effective anymore. And so that's so great that you, you know that about yourself and you know what the things that you can do instead of just messing around. Like, you know, you can still do some things, which is going to make you feel better about yourself by the end of the day. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, like, like all these other things that I did. Yeah. I may not have like written more or drawn more, but I did make my space more mm -hmm. usable. Which is another goal. Like it's yeah. one of the things. So it's like, yeah, I can, I can move piles around for the next 45 minutes from one spot <laughs> to the next, <laughs> Just which is another thing. I can't, I'm bad at 
I can't see. I'm clutterblind as well. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing is to just be easy, go easy on yourself. And and if you if you know that you're diligently trying, don't like I'm like yeah, you know it's all working out. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's all for me. Everything's for my benefit, so I don't mind it so much. Yeah. That's great. And, and being able to do that self-reflection is so important and, and, and recognizing like what your strengths are and what's challenging and, yeah. and how you can use both of those. Yeah. A lot of that too. I, I mentioned before I'm a big meditator. I, meditation has allowed me to uh, understand my thoughts as they're happening mm-hmm. and to recognize thought patterns and be like, all right, I see what it is you're doing now. And you take, you have, you're a little distanced from, you don't become your thoughts. You're yeah. able to like observe them and go, all right, you, you don't want to do this. Why not? Yeah. And then think about what else could I do instead? Yeah. And that lets me shift. And then that way I'm not hooked on the, well, you back off other thought because I'm getting some dopamine from this Instagram and mm. I'm going to ride this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Oh, that's oh. great. So how do you, um, how did you get into meditation and how do you keep yourself, how do you, how do you keep up with the practice? I, you know, my, my mother in the seventies was into back when it was a super popular thing. She was into TM oh, into yeah. transcendental meditation. Cause it was like on the, the Merv Griffin show, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I that remember guy people was talking like, about that when I was little. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, that, that guy was on TV all the time. He was super, like it was a sort of pop culture thing. And then she would do it. She went to some meditation thing, tried to get us boys to do it. We laughed and we're like, I'm not doing this. We tried once. You can't make people meditate. You cannot make them do it. But I always remembered that she did, you know? And so I think when I was like in my twenties, I started doing it again. Late, my late twenties, I did it. And I did it in a different way. I didn't do TM, but I would just do it with the Real and again, I had to do the ADHD because I'm like, I really need to build this muscle of focus. Mm. And so I did it that way for a while, and it was fine. It was fine. It was good. I didn't really know what I was getting out of it. And then I started to use the the Sam Harris app mm. a couple of years ago, and that's really the thing where he walks you through why you're doing it and how to do it and all this stuff. And that and he's like, he comes at it from a point of view of not like it's a spiritual thing. It's mm. oh, there goes my my cuckoo clock to, to let me know that an hour has passed in my head. So I have an understanding of time. I have 10 clocks all around the thing. I'm obsessed with clocks now. It's a good one. Um, yeah. And uh, I'll let the bird keep talking for a second. There he goes. And that the keeping up on the practice is all of these things work in tandem. I have to I can tell when I'm eating poorly, if I'm not exercising, if I'm not doing meditation, life's worse. Like even with the medication, life's worse. So if I, I try, try to ride my bike in every day, I usually when I, you know, and this is more of, of habit forming than anything else. Usually what I'll do is when I get in right away, I'll sit and meditate. Mm. When I walk in the door, put my stuff down, sit on the cushion. There's on the app. It's a meditation every day, 20 minutes, do it. And it's over. Nice. It's like when I wake up, when I wake up, I try to write for a while. Then I'll exercise and I might go for a run, come in, meditate. Sound, all sounds wonderful. It sounds like I have this wonderful 
thing. It's all, it's all tension. It's all motivated by fear. So don't, <laughs> that's the foundation is, is fear. So, but it all well, keeps me focused a little bit. Yeah. Right. It's a fear of not feeling good. Right. A feel of a fear of failing, you know, those strategies are yeah. going to help you be successful. That's, I can feel better. I yeah. feel better. If I get sleep, I have to get enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just, I feel so much better. I'm so much more able to deal with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I really feel that with exercise. Like for me, I really need to exercise. If I don't exercise, then I, I, I tend to really beat myself up a lot. That's mm-hmm. where I go. And when I exercise, I'm, I'm much gentler on myself. And I actually just ran a half marathon yesterday. I ran the Fairfield oh, wow. half marathon. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. That's my fantastic. Part- <clears throat> It wasn't my first half marathon, but it was my first time doing the Fairfield one. And it was really fun. Two more questions for you. They're not long. What are you excited about? What am I excited about? I mean, personally or in the world, because nothing (laughs) in the world. Okay. Personally. Yeah. I know the world is awful right now. So So personally, personally. Um, What am I excited about? My son's graduating high school. He's going to go to college in the fall. I'm pretty excited about that. That is great. I'm I'm doing, I'm, because I do one thing at a time now, right, <laughs> I'm doing right. some, I have some good projects at, at the makerspace that I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited just even about running and riding my bike. I'm so excited that it's nice outside. Mm-hmm. It's all very simple things. And I do, and I write down gratitude stuff at the end of the day. And it's always the same thing. It's always like my wife, something delicious and out and my bicycle. <laughs> I've been keeping a gratitude journal for, I'm in my fifth year now. And wow. it has, I have to say, like, I think that has made one of the biggest impacts on my life. Just for real? That. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Do you do it in the evening or in the morning to start your day and set your intention kind of thing? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I do it in the evening and I also sometimes end up doing it in the morning for the previous day because I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, that's, I do that a lot yeah. too. But what I have found, it has helped me so much with um, negative thinking and, um, and, and I find myself throughout the day going, Ooh, that's something I can write about. Um, that oh, I was thankful yeah, for. That's a and good I idea. automatically think that way now. Um, mm-hmm. and it also at the end of, if I have like a particularly hard day, it forces me to look back on it in a, and look for the, even if I can be grateful for the challenge of that hard day because mm-hmm. I made it through or, or whatever, like my kids made me happy or, mm-hmm. you know, something. Um, this day is over. I'm grateful. Yeah, this sometimes day is over. S- yeah, during, the no, pa- during the pandemic, I often just wrote, I'm just glad this day is over. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's been a huge thing for me. So I'm glad you're doing it too. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I'll start to, I I'm, I'm not mindful of things during the day to, to, jot down. That's a great Mm. idea. That's Mm. good. That brings it into the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really nice. And, and it's cool too, because the one that I use is a line a day journal. So it's actually got five years on each day. So I can look back on the, that day from the previous. And so I'm in my fifth year now, so I can look back on, on all of them before. And it's really interesting to see that I do tend to be thankful for a lot of the same stuff. And so that, that makes me feel really good. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, those are, those are things that I should be doing. Like I do kickboxing and I'm, I'm very often thankful for kickboxing. And, um, 
sadly the place where we do it at is closing but um oh really oh yeah it's a real bummer um but it's it is it's really nice to look back on that and just it's like evidence i just i love looking for evidence and there's a lot of evidence in that book so yeah yeah <laughs> all right one more question sure. where can people find you even though you're not too much oh, on, on social media yeah, but where can people I find the you plug on social media on instagram i'm bob shea books and then I do have bobshea.com. That's my book's website. But those are really the two main places. The main thing is is uh, Instagram, uh, Bob Shea Books. And on your local children's library bookshelves. Oh, yeah, exactly. Wherever uh, <laughs> from your local independent bookseller. Yeah. yeah Just go in, and, go in and de- demand my books. And if <laughs> yeah. they don't carry them, they're pro- they usually have a display in the center of the store, like a new releases or whatever if they don't have them just flip that over there you go but over (laughs) run out (laughs) well that's that's how we found you my kids when my kids were little we um i can't remember how we maybe they had one of your books up on like the like the top they put like one of the books up on the top oh okay uh, yeah good i hope so (laughs) every time we found out you had a new book we were super excited so Oh, great. Thank you for being a part of my children's childhood. (laughs) Oh, sure. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again, Bob. This is great. It's really interesting to hear different people's perspectives. And and, um, I'm so glad that you found strategies that are working for you. And I I wish you luck on figuring out long-term strategy planning. I think that, um, I think I was thinking about it, like just the fact that you're very good at doing your daily stuff is probably why you ended up with only being two weeks late and not three months late. Like I think that daily practice probably just made you more aware of time and, and, and just made you more productive at, you know, in, in, um, the only thing is I was wondering, do you work backwards? Like, do you ever, do you start at the finish and then figure out like, okay, well, I know that they want it like this amount of time ahead of time. And then, and then, okay, that means it takes me, usually takes me about five days to do whatever. And then, so schedule that there. And then it's like all of that, um, all of that time blindness that you're conquering can be so useful, right? Cause you know, yeah. you know how long things take now. So then it makes it easier when you're working backwards to budget in um, t- time slots. Yeah. I, because yeah, you know how I, long I, things take now. I would, I, I know, I, and I, sh- I should, I should do it that way. In fact, I used to use Gantt charts. Do you know the uh, Gantt? You know I those things? No. Uh-uh. So a Gantt, a Gantt chart. I, I, this is my pre ADHD. Like I was so obsessed with them. Like I gotta come up with a way that I can do this. Basically, it's a timeline, and then you hang like a string that moves along the, for every day. But on that chart, you have the different things that your different tasks that have to yeah. get done. So yeah. you can see where you are and whatever ah, task. That's cool. And then, so, but what ends up happening is you just keep moving the task. Mm, but right. the Gantt chart is so that is a quick visual. Like if you have five things going on, where you are in all where those five are. things. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I'm but sure I it works. Like <laughs> I recommend looking at how long things take you and trying to, yeah, trying to, um, figure out and and adding in buffer time and adding in time for all those variables that we can't predict i do i try to add 50 yeah. percent more than my desk that's good. Yeah. and i'm getting better at it but not i'm still i can't do like i'm never 
spot on. Have you ever read um, Atomic Habits by James Clear? I did. Mm. I did. That's where I got the sit down and meditate as soon as you come in. Yeah, I've right? Habit stacking. I've listened to that a bunch of times. Habit stacking, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, was, I, meant to, I meant to mention that earlier when you were talking about that. Um, <clears throat> but I love his idea of just 1% better. It obviously adds up over time. Like you mm -hmm. have you have proof. You have proof that a little bit better does add up over time. Yeah. And then, and like, then the, other, the other thing I do in the book with the boxes, the next day I look at how I did the day before mm. and I go, yeah, you know, you kind of were messing around too much at this mm -hmm. time. And, you know, yeah. you went for that walk it was longer than you thought. So then that day I can be like, yeah, that's what I say. I'm like, I'm going to be a little bit better today than uh, I was yesterday. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Oh, you're like no. a dream client. Oh my gosh. I'm too introspective. <laughs> no, no, no such thing. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Bob. This has been great. Thank you. That was fun. And that's our show for today. I really hope that you had a chuckle and learned something useful from Bob, or maybe you could just really relate to his story. More and more adults are being diagnosed with ADHD, so this feels like a really relatable and important story to share. Check out the show notes for a link to see some of Bob's time management strategies. And thank you for being here and taking time out of your day to listen. If you are enjoying learning about these important topics we're covering in each episode of Focus Forward, please share it with your friends. And be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast at beyondbooksmart.com slash podcast. We'll let you know when new episodes drop, and you can easily find the resources we share on each topic. Thanks for listening.